How's everyone doing today? I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Um, I feel like I really need a co-host. <laughs> I feel like I'm spending so much time talking to myself that it's almost like normal now, but like not normal because I'm still awkward. But you know what I mean? Like I'm I'm enjoying it a little too much. This is not an ad. Obviously, it's not an ad. You guys know that. <laughs> I'm not sponsored by one of the biggest water companies in the world, but I had flow today for the first time. This is probably like the purest water that I've ever tasted. Like it just tastes like nothing. So it's crazy that like the most delicious water is the water that tastes like nothing. It's such a weird concept, but mm, so good. Anyways, I'm a little in my feels today because it's my last week living alone and as excited as I am to have a roommate and my roommate is lovely, I'm so excited to live with her, but yeah, as as exciting as that is, I've been completely alone for the last six months, so I don't know how this is going to go down. My fear is living with someone else. I'm going to go crazy, but there's a high chance that I might be the one that drives them crazy. Who knows? We're going to find out. It's funny because you're never like aware. Like no one thinks that they're the shitty roommate, you know, like unless you're an extremely self-aware person or like a lot of people have told you that you're a shitty roommate. Like, why would you think that you're a shitty roommate? I don't know why I'm getting so intense about this, but I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, what if what if I'm the person that's hard to live with? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find. I guess we'll find out in a few months. <laughs> Anywho, um, so the point of today's podcast is... Sorry, that's probably loud. I'm like playing with this water. <laughs> I just love this water so much. Today I wanted to talk about um, college versus university and like why I went to college instead of university and kind of just my thoughts on college versus university. Um, and just how you can be successful without going to university. And you can obviously be successful both ways. And of course, it also depends what your career path is and what you want to do. But I think a lot of people, uh, when they're deciding what they want to do or like what college they want to go to or university and what they want to go for, like we're so young, we have literally no idea what we want to do. And I think it's crazy that we're still forced to figure that out at such an early age. But also, I mean, I don't really know an alternative, so I'm, I can't really say anything about it. But um, yeah, like I personally have always been into health and fitness and I, I didn't ever fully think that. I think it's kind of like sparked in my head a few times because the college that I went to, I was like obsessed with every time I went to the gym, the like people learning to be personal trainers um would be there and I'd be like fascinated I'm like I'm wondering what they're learning about like this is so interesting because I always loved weight training and working out and all of that um from an early age since I was like 15 I was started weight training so uh for me like I always had that little bit of a spark but I that I didn't realize that I wanted to do this for the rest of my life until I was like well, it was last year. It was September 2019. So I was literally 23 years old. Like I, I, that is like, I was already graduated college and a lot of people are also graduating university or have graduated university at that point. So, um, the way that I kind of went about things was 
I was lucky because I know a lot of people, their parents forced them to get the degree. And not that that's bad in any sense, because it's always useful. It always looks great to have a degree. But for me personally, like I didn't have a ton of money saved up for school. So when I was thinking about it, I was like, I wasn't even thinking about the money all that much because obviously here in Ontario we have OSAP and whatever, but I knew that I, A, didn't want to go to school for another four years. Not that I wasn't great at school. I, I did pretty well in school, but I just the thought of doing it for another four years made me want to jump off a cliff. I was like, I'm going to be a suicide statistic at one of these schools. Like I literally cannot handle this anymore. Um, I didn't really love high school. I think a lot of people are excited for college and university because they had a great time in high school. I personally didn't really care for high school all that much. So for me, I was just always excited to jump into work and, um, Also, like I had a job since the age of 14. I was like working at Wendy's. So for me, I always wanted to, I'm just like a hands-on learner. I always wanted to be working. I always wanted to be on my feet. And it was a mixture of that and not being 100% certain about what I wanted to do. And that's why I ended up going to college. So all I knew when I was leaving grade 12 was I want to be able to do what I do anywhere in the world. That was literally the only thing that mattered to me. And I dabbled with the idea of going to law school. Um, I was thinking maybe uh, criminology because it's kind of down the same route. And I I also like that. I was fascinated by that. But I was really thinking about it. And I was like, when I pictured myself in 10 years, like it wasn't doing any of those things. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it wasn't that. So I was like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go to school for hospitality and tourism and I specialize in there's two choices there is event planning and something else so I went for event planning and um just because it the courses seemed pretty fun and literally there was no other reason and um I just know that I was so fearful to even bring up the topic of going to college instead of university to my family because my brother had gone to university to be an engineer and he Also, uh, he did like two degrees, so he was super impressive in high school. He got a little scholarship to, for his university program and all of that. So I was definitely like, I felt like I was in his shadows and I was very nervous to even like say anything to my family. Luckily, my family was super okay with it. It was a two year program. So I graduated, I was still 19 the day that I graduated and I remember I was like, wow, like all of my best friends, all of my friends are still in school for another two years. And here I am, 19, graduated. What the hell do I do now? So I knew I was too young to start a career like I could have, but I also just didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I knew that I had to take time to really like explore anything and everything. So Um, I was working at the time as a bartender slash cocktail waitress at Moxie's and Vaughn. I had one best friend from high school who uh, she was into music and she uh, ended up not wanting to go to school. So when I graduated, she was free and she speaks French and she loves Paris. And she was just like, why don't we just go to Paris for a few months? And I was like, 
all right, I'm down gyro trips. So we saved up. Actually, it was funny because we were trying to choose between Southeast Asia and Paris, I'm pretty sure, because we're like, we got to go somewhere. Let's figure it out. And I just remember uh, this was right when ISIS was breaking out. So uh, the flights to Paris were really cheap. So we're like, all right, fuck it. Let's go to Paris. And uh, we went and we did a few cities or sorry, we did a few countries while we were there. Um, but our like home base was in Paris. And honestly, I just fell in love with traveling and learning new, new things and going to new places. And Europe is obviously like the Mecca of like culture. Like, I mean, it might sound ignorant for me to say that because I know, I know every country has such unique culture and history, but, but Europe is so crazy because you can pay 70 euros to fly to the next country. It takes under an hour and there's a whole new culture, history. Uh, the food's different. The people are different. The language is different. The architecture is different. Like, it's just so fascinating how close everything is. So we were in Paris. We would, I think we did, uh, what did we do right after Paris? I think we did um, Italy first. We went to Italy and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like, these are such different countries. And then we went to London, England. And I was like, wow, I feel like I'm back at home because everyone speaks English. And the architecture in London just reminded me a lot of Toronto. And the food and everything was pretty similar. And then we flew out to Switzerland and we did the Swiss Alps. And we were right on the border of France, Austria, and Italy. And it was just like a whole other crazy like fairy tale land that I didn't even think was real. So I don't know. I, I think Europe was like such a crazy experience for me, especially at 19 when I have a never lived on my own be traveled alone before or even ever been anywhere outside of North America, really. So for me, that definitely helped me kind of realize that yeah, I don't want to be doing like a nine to five office job. I want to do something that has to do with like being around people and hospitality or something like that. So I came back and I was working um, at Moxie's again and they had promoted me to supervisor. And then I got a offer from a restaurant down in the city uh, to come in, they asked me like, Hey, do you want to come and bartend here? And when I came down for the interview, I had told them that I was supervising at Moxie's. And the reason why I didn't want to fully leave Moxie's and I wanted to work part-time at both was because I was a supervisor there and I didn't want to give up that, uh, position because it looked on my resume. And then they're like, Oh no way. Like, why are you supervising there? Like, what did you go to school for? Like, what are you into? whatever. And I told them like, I don't really know yet. I just know that I like people and I want to be in hospitality at the moment. And that's really, the, and that's, that's really the only reason why I cared to have that on my resume. And they're like, you know what, why don't you be a manager here? And I was like, oh my gosh, like this is just falling in my lap. I think I was like 20 or 21. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Why not? There was literally nothing else that I had planned for the near future. So when I came back to Moxie's to quit, it was really sad because I'd been there for so long and they were literally my family. And my boss was like, hey, you know what? Like, why don't you be a manager here? 
it, all my friends were there and I was like, you know what? It's close to home. Why not? I'll, I'll do it just, just cause I know this place, like the back of my hand, I don't have to take any time to train, whatever. So I started doing that. I was managing at Moxie's. It was fun. Um, I had the power of like making their schedules so I could work with whoever I wanted to, which was pretty fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's just a fun environment. It's a bar. But the thing is, I didn't hate the job itself, but the company that I was working for, not to bash them, I already said the company name out loud, so it's a little too late, but um, just their morals and values were things that I didn't personally agree with. And um, it just started to really affect me. Just like the uniforms and there was just too much, like everything was about looks. And obviously that's the industry. I completely get it, but for me, it was just really taking a toll on, like, my soul. Like, I felt like it's just such a soul-sucking industry, and you're also just, after work, you're just around alcohol, and, like, I was strictly the bar manager, so I was around alcohol all the time, and um, on the side, I had also been bartending and bottle serving downtown, and that just overall was, like, just so much industry nightlife that... I just felt like I was like a soulless human. I was just around drugs and alcohol so much. And I was like, this is not me. This is not what I value. Like, of course, on the weekend, like, I I like to indulge in some fun. But I don't want this to be my everyday life. This is not what I care for. So that and then on top of, on top of that, I was working. So the company is just run by a lot of like older white men and they were just like not risky at all I had literally no say in ever anything it's already a very corporate company so everything was cookie cutter like a monkey could have done my job so I didn't want to I just felt like I was like a puppet they could have kicked me out and replaced me with someone else like immediately and I hated that feeling because it just makes you feel so useless like it makes you feel like you don't matter I wanted, I knew that I wanted to stay in hospitality, but not in like the nightlife industry. I wanted a balance of like healthy lifestyle, fitness, whatever. And I just had no idea again, still what that really meant. Um, but I just knew in my heart, that's what I wanted. And on top of that, my boss, um, (laughs) I high key hope he's listening to this because this guy is like not a nice guy. Um, I think he thinks he's a nice guy, but he was just so garbage to me and made me feel like shit. And the comments he would make to me were so inappropriate when we were working, like so derogatory towards women. Like he'd make comments about my personal relationships. And like when I broke up with like my ex-boyfriend at the time, who he, I maybe had met once, he, he would make me feel like I was a bad person for like breaking up with him. And I'm like, you don't know my relationship, like whatever. And it was because he was obviously going through his own personal shit, but it was just so... Not okay. He was super manipulative. He tried to get me to like agree with him when I didn't agree with him, but he wanted me to agree with him in front of the staff. So it looked like we were agreeing and like, I don't know, he was just like not great. And he was also m- manipulative in the sense that like whenever I said that I wanted to move downtown or like do other things with my life, he would call me selfish and made me feel really shitty about it. it for, for like a grown man to say that to a 22 year old girl, like just so so ridiculous so I just knew like it was a very toxic work environment and um I just knew I had to get out of there and I just remember the day that I quit I went up to him and I was like hey like 
uh, I found a new place. I'm going to be leaving here. And he was like, this grown man looked me dead in the eyes and said, okay, well, just be careful because people like to give things to pretty girls. What? This guy literally told me flat out that the only reason why I got a job other than being a bar manager at Moxie's was because I was pretty. I was like fuming. And what's even more fucked up is that this man thought that it was that what he was saying was okay. And I was like, this is it. Like fucking good thing I'm getting the fuck out of here. And uh, yeah, so I did exactly that. I went to my new company. Actually, this is another important thing for people who are trying to figure out like how to get a job and stuff, especially right now. It's really hard. When I had an idea of the kind of place I wanted to work at, it was actually kind of like a business idea that I wanted to open. And the only thing similar to it was the business that was basically the kind of business that I wanted to own one day. So I was like, why not get my foot in the door and see how they do things? And instead of like emailing their, their like customer support email, I just found the CEO on LinkedIn and reached out to him. And literally that day, and I, I, it was funny too. I poured my heart out to him too. I wasn't like, Hey, like looking for a job. I was just like, Hey, like I hate where I am, but I'm really passionate about people and hospitality. And I just want to work for a company that has better values and morals and something that I can actually make a change. And it was just honestly so, so dramatic. Like, I don't even know if I would have done that now, but I was just in such a desperate place that I poured my heart out to him and he was like, hey, like, I love your passion. Like, come in for an interview. And I was like, sick. So I went in and um, basically I ended up being the CEO's executive assistant for the first few months. And then I was promoted to a um, bigger role within the company. It's I don't want to say it's a startup because we're not really a startup at this point, but we aren't streamlined whatsoever so my role is a little bit all over the place I have my hands in like marketing and customer support and website stuff and all of that but at the end of the day like I am so happy with where I am and I always want to be a part of this company Um, but it's also a company that's based around like lifestyle and health and wellness and all of that and their values are much better and they care about their people and and I have a say in like the growth of this company like I I, I'm a part of the growth of this company and it just makes me feel a lot more important and satisfied that I get to do what something that I really like to do and it's funny too because I told them when they promoted me like hey by the way like I I don't know if I don't want to take this promotion if you're expecting me to be here forever because I always want to have my foot in the door with this company, but I don't necessarily know how in the future, but I know that I want to start, um, I want to start my own business and be a personal trainer. And literally the CEOs of this company were like, of course, like, why would I ever stop you from doing what you want to do? And I was like, wow, this is the type of leadership that people like my old boss need to look at and take into consideration and learn from because when you take care of your staff and your company and your employees it shows through in their work so at my old company like we started taking we would do if there's like a budget cut for something we would take things away like our stuff christmas parties or 
um, like discounts and all of that. And of course the staff is going to be like, what the fuck? Why am I even here? Like, you don't care about me. Why would I care about you? And that's why I knew that this company that I'm working at now is like such a great example for all other startups and businesses out there and leaders, just people that are just even just a manager. If you're a manager of another company, that's not yours. Take care of your employees because it will show through in their work. The people that I work with are the happiest people. Yeah, we're a little stressed sometimes because, I mean, COVID didn't help. We kind of became a company during COVID, but we just love it and we're a family and we feel so much support from our bosses And it just shows through in our work. It's like we're just passionate people. And I think every company can learn a lesson from my CEOs. Your company's only going to be as great as your employees are. So anyways, yeah. Sorry, I feel like I blacked out a little bit there because I just had so much to say. Um, But yeah, and now basically the whole personal training thing for me, like I've always been into fitness I think a lot of people need to learn, like, do something that you love every day. And the best way to do that is make it your job. But I know not everyone is able to do that or lucky enough to do that. But it is possible and you don't need a university degree to be successful in life. The reason why I wanted to get into personal training is because the gym that I was going to, the women would ask me to work out with them because they felt intimidated by some of the trainers and I was like yeah of course and and uh, at the gym a lot of women would come up to me and say like oh like I've never used this machine can you show me how to use it and I think a lot of uh females don't feel extremely comfortable not even just women even like men coming to the gym for the first time but people people feel intimidated sometimes at the gym it's it can be a very intimidating place and um I guess I seemed approachable in a lot of especially women would ask me questions and I like loved sharing the knowledge that I had and it it was always fun for me and I was like why don't I make money doing this like I'm here three hours a day this is where my friends are this is where my people are this is where I'm happiest this is where I'd be spending my free time why don't I just spend all of my time here and make money doing it so that's kind of what my thinking was behind becoming a personal trainer and Yeah, so now this is the beginning of that journey. I'm still with my current company. I love them. I don't want to leave them anytime in the near future. And I definitely don't think I ever will fully leave them. But I do have a lot of plans for the near future. And yeah, it's super exciting. So anyways, I hope that I could have inspired somebody um, with this information. But yeah, I feel like I've I've spoken enough today, so I'm going to go. I know a lot of people listening to this are my friends and people around my age or older um, that are already done school. But, you know, maybe if you hate your job or you're not sure what you want to do yet. I know people change their my mom changed her career when I was like like 14 or something like so, you know, it can happen for anybody. I just I just want everyone to enjoy their every day. All right, this time I'm really going to (laughs) go. I'll uh, talk to you guys soon.